Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language Korean footballing podcast. And on this week's show, it's conflicting emotions for the chaps as Seoul Malays continues with a tepid surrender at John Book. But Song Nam smashed four past Sue once, so we've got a very happy chappy on the other side of the table. And also we had, well, we had a, an, an interesting intro marking a very monumental event in the K2 this week. First up, good evening to television's Paul Carver. Good evening. You're looking good, but I don't recognise you without your makeup on. <laughs> Do I need to get made up for the uh, podcast now? It might help because you, 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 you're looking about as good as Seoul. Face for radio. Face for radio. Well, speaking of faces for radio. You know, you know my mum's coming next week, so you better be careful what you say. Is she coming to the podcast? Um, that I don't know. Right. But she'll be in Korea, so if, if she wants to uh, do what? Take her handbag to you for insulting me. Well, we might get her to do some tactical analysis because I'm sure it'd be far more insightful than any that we've had on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast over the last few weeks. Mark, good what evening. Is, good evening. What is quite interesting is now that you've mentioned that Babs is coming to Korea, yeah. it's going to stop me cracking all my Bella Lugosi jokes because yeah. after watching your video for Arirang TV, I, I did download a whole lot of Dracula movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I'm very happy because uh, my team didn't lose this weekend or last weekend, I should say, and actually, in actual fact, uh, won quite comprehensively. They did indeed, and another team actually got a win this weekend. Hence the intro music, a little little blast of Barry. It was what was that made of? Tejon got there first, and first of many. Only time will tell, but they they actually got a win on the board in round three. So. It was a miracle indeed. Okay, moving on, we've got plenty to talk about. Obviously, we're going to start by talking about last week's K1. We've got no no K1 to to predict this week. We'll talk a little bit about the K2. I mean, we could try and skip over that if you don't want to talk about Songnam. Uh, we're going to talk about the FA Cup, briefly touch on these international friendlies coming up. A little bit of discontent down in Daejeon, despite the win I think Paul wants to talk about. Plus, we'll have a little look at the Prediction League and how it's going. And Mark can accuse uh, whoever he wants this week of cheating on their on their games as well. Matt Benz. Okay, good. <laughs> so, we usually start in chronological order of the games, but shall we get it out of the way first? What? Tejum? So, Songnam. So, basically what happened was... <laughs> yeah... I'm assuming you want to get Paul's southernness out of the way as he talks about his beloved soul, yeah? Did you go? I did. Talk us through it. Uh, I came... Did you enjoy the bus ride, at least? Veni Vidi Vici. But without the whichever one is the conquering. <laughs> That'd be the <laughs> We came, we saw, we went back home again. <laughs> Then, you you then, were ready to go back home before the before kickoff. As soon as I saw the lineup, I was ready to come home because. Um, so apparently, uh, Pak Jiyong, uh he got a knock on his ankle the week before against Kangwon. Uh, he went back into training late in the week, but was decided to left out as a precaution. Evandro still got tight hamstrings, so he was out of the squad, uh, which meant they brought in Korea's Thierry Henry, Pak Hee Song up front. Um, I think he's absolutely useless, and he proved it again in the game. Is that because of a handball? Why is he called Korea's Thierry Henry? He put the Irish out? <laughs> what? what? I don't really know. It's, apparently, he looks like Thierry Henry. 
Oh, we, we discussed this in that podcast when there was alcohol involved and I think I was banned for two months. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's I don't remember. With, it's now to do with his skill, like showing the sub- sublime skills at driving a, a Renault or playing football. It's the fact that he's apparently looks a, b- a little bit like Thierry Henry. Okay. Um, he, he's useless, absolutely useless. It's it, but I, I, I felt Seoul kind of made the marginally brighter start to the game. They did, and, and given the, the clear discrepancy in the quality of the squad, I don't think Seoul did too badly. Um, they kept it goals up to half-time. Obviously, Yang Anbin in goal was the, the main reason for that, but um, they didn't give uh, Chombuk too many chances, um, and they must have been happy to go in half-time at 0-0. Uh, came out for the second half, and within, what, five minutes, they were 1-0 down. But they almost scored, or possibly should have scored, in the move leading up to that. I mean, Seoul went forward, they had men over, just lacked the vision to finish it off. John Book goes straight down the other end, win a corner. Yeah, and in Kwaktehi, who had done a, a fairly good job of, of man-marking the Wookiee up to then, uh, completely missed uh, Kim Min-jae, Pang Min-jae. Mm-hmm. Pang Min-jae, right? Right. Uh, and basically he was able to get a free header into the net. Uh, and from then on you thought nothing. there was no way that Seoul were going to get back into it. And they didn't really fight back, did they? I mean, they didn't no, exactly. I mean, they had a. Um, Pakistong did have one chance at some point during the game where he was on the six-yard box and the ball was crossed in, and he air kicked it. He had another one where there's a beautiful cross um, floated into the far post, and he didn't even challenge for it, but he did block the the other sole guy that was running in. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah, and they hooked him off after what 82 minutes and brought right. on two guys. Um, 2-0 down at that stage after mm-hmm. conceding a goal to former sole favourite Adriano which again from we were talking about this earlier but from where I was it looked like uh, there was a, a rough challenge in the box so Chombuk was sort of appealing for a penalty mm-hmm. and the sole defence basically just stopped waiting to see what was happening and Adriano got the ball and it was a loose him. ball and he couldn't miss could he yeah um, Sol did get a goal right at the death and a cracking free kick it was as well yeah but too little, too late. That was sort of Thierry Henry-esque. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy hadn't done that much up till then. But Kim Sung-Joon. Yeah. And then it, it finished. Adriano came over to the fans, didn't he? Yeah, well, the sole players came over first. And did you greet them with... So, the fans... Was it confetti and man one notes? I think yes. that's your... <laughs> your one. The, the, the fans cheered Yang Hanbin individually recognising that he had been man of the match for the third match in a row and then booed the rest of the players a bit of chanting for Hung to uh, get his coat and then Adriano came over later and he received a relatively warm reception mm-hmm. he did that thing that um, Mark really loves where he was like pounding his chest and holding oh, the badge and, yeah. and holding up his, his uh, was like this holding his hand in a heart shape <laughs> and um, grinning. So why was he pounding his, his John Book buys to the Soul fans? Uh, I guess he was pounding his heart like, oh, I still love you. Yeah. My my middle club of three in Korea <laughs> in three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a loyalty. But come on, this guy spent a year at Dejan. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he's I mean, entitled to. We we asked a couple. I posed the question last week. Uh, well, maybe two weeks ago, but I think it was last week. You know, if Adriano scored. Again, so would he kiss the badge? I have reckoned he was the kind of person who probably would. 
Uh, I think that was answered uh, somewhere during the second half when when he scored John Book's second goal. He didn't even celebrate. He just put his hands. He didn't even put his hands in the air until. I can't, remember, he, he, I can't remember who it was ran over to him, Kim Jin Soo maybe, and jumped on him, and then he kind of put his hands in the air, and then he turned around and applauded the John Book fans, but uh, the the Mad Green Boys. But he didn't really, I mean, he didn't celebrate, he didn't do a Adebayor, he didn't do a, a, a Yi Sang Ho, uh, who did when he scored at uh, Seoul uh, against the Blue Wings. Um, so there were, I guess there were no bottles being thrown anytime soon. Uh, interestingly as well, the only other thing I do want to say about that game, having watched it on the subway uh, on the way to a proper match, well actually on the way to work, um, uh, the only thing I, d- I would say is Adriano had probably two other clear chances to make it 3-0 uh, and fluffed his lines both times, mm. not convinced he was unduly upset that he fluffed his legs I think he did it he may, he may or may not have thought it's 2-0 anyway oh, risky ground risky ground the race yeah, over playing the housing cup scan risky ground yeah. but you know the, the race over playing it didn't look mm. like they were going to pull back two goals right. anyway so he probably felt he was able to maybe not not take the chances um, but yeah uh, I mean tough times ahead for Seoul how long will Fang stay? I guess that's the big question, right? Paul, you briefly mentioned he was saluting the John Book support. You had nice things to say about the John Book support on Twitter, which was most unlike you. So yeah. I was wondering, was that actually a, a sly dig at the Blue Wings that they're now the most impressive fans in? It was me. Oh, it was you? No, it was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Um, so we know that in, in Korea, normally there's one end of the stand which is like the supporters... And the other, the other, the other stands are very quiet and just sit there and watch the football and not do anything. Watch, watching the football, they eat or a lot of kimbap and get up and, and down. And but, but um, as as you may know, Chumbuk has the same kind of goal ceremony that Seoul does, where they bounce up and down. It's the and same and, song, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, same song. Uh, so, although I didn't like the fact that Chumbuk had just scored, it was kind of cool to see at least two two sides of the ground doing it. And and not just a few people, like the majority of people in those two stands, plus I guess about half the people in the, the third stand were were all participating. And so they don't even have cheerleaders too. No, they no cheerleaders at all. Okay. So. Speaking of support, how many made it down from Seoul? Three buses plus a, a bunch of people who went individually. So you're talking about what, two hundred, three hundred? Two hundred, two hundred and fifty, I guess. And was it assigned seating? It, well, well, the tickets had assigned seating written on them. But no one... They gave you the whole end, didn't they? No, yeah, one, yeah. no one had... No one was in, there was no assigned seating enforced. I, I don't know if uh, people insisted on... If anyone actually insisted on sitting in the, in the seat they'd been assigned. Um, I was talking with uh, Matt Bins before the game, and he was telling me that uh, people in, had got tickets for like the, uh, the hardcore support bit of the, the home end, and they'd actually insisted on sitting there, so they'd been kicking out supporters. Oh, they? I see. So it seems that in the Chumbuk end, at least, people are uh, insisting on having their assigned seats. So it's the same seating across the whole stadium now, then? Yes. But well, I think it might only be for three matches. So they've introduced, like, Chumbuk have also introduced a tiered pricing system where it's, uh, they pay more if, if the, for the, when the opposition was Ulsan, Seoul, and Suwon. There's like a two or 3,000 one uh, surcharge. Uh, so. Okay. So-called big matches, although I'm not quite sure why Seoul's counted <laughs> or Ulsan even. Or Ulsan for the Mar, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So 
bleak at Seoul and John Burt back on back on track after a disappointing week last week. Okay, well we'll go back now to Saturday and there were three games on Saturday. Incheon and Daegu was nil nil. Not much happened. Daegu had more shots on goal. I'm assuming nobody took too much time to watch very much of that game. It was somewhere else. It's somewhere else. Okay. Uh, also on Saturday, a really quite entertaining game between Kangwon and Sangju. Any of you guys see any of that? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see any games at all because on, on, on Saturday I was down in Suwon. It's okay. We're, we're going to let you talk about it. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to let you talk about it in a moment. Uh, Paul, did you see any of Kangwon and Sangju? I did not. You did not. Um, it was. I, I thought it was a good game. It was end to end. Lots and lots of uh, chances. First goal. Uh, it was uh, Diego with a penalty. Yeah. Very glad it was given as well because it was a challenge against the goalkeeper and the defender. And the goalkeeper, who is the, the sole goalkeeper, Yu Sang Hoon, went to ground. And usually, you know, nine times out of ten, yeah. that's given foul against, foul against the goalkeeper. It wasn't. Uh, he, uh, he, he scored. And uh, Diego yeah, putting the penalty straight down the middle. And... Um, yeah, 2-0 right before half-time. Sanji failed to clear their lines. Diego again. So uh, he's uh, on form. Uh, Sanji came back into it in the second half. Uh, Kim Tae-Hwan, late of both your parishes, managed to get a red card along the way. Uh, ended up finishing uh, 2-1. Now, Jimin Gyu, of course, continued his goal-scoring record. How many? Is that a three? Three and three. Uh, three games in a row. It was a penalty this time. He kicked the ball against the defender. Actually, kicked the ball against the defender's hand and then scored the resulting penalty. Uh, can we just check that he didn't score the last game of last season? Oh, we can account that. Do you, do you know for sure? Um, I don't know for sure, but if you're talking about the last game of last season being the playoff final, yeah. Um, that went to penalties in the last game. The... Nope, he didn't, because Busan won the last game to take it to penalties. It was, yeah, 1-0, so he didn't, he didn't score. Okay, so three games. And the game before that was Aram, the the captain. That's not his name, that's someone that I remember from a long time ago, <laughs> and I apologise, but it's something like that, yeah. Okay, the other game on Saturday was John Am and uh, Gyeongnam, and Gyeongnam's run continued. Yep. Three out of three now. Yeah, I mean, surprising. Uh, Marcao back back on the score sheet, back in the team, obviously after his one-match suspension, I believe, back in the score sheet as well. Yeah. Um, interesting question that's going to pose, I guess, when we get... But when no. we do the K2 as well, yeah? Can we'll talk about then. Or ask it now, okay. But that gives away the K2, though, if we ask it now. So basically, like, we've been obviously charting uh, Jumenguez mm. and the fact that he... Is you know on course for his third second you know his third right. time of achieving seven goals? Yeah, uh, can he go one further this time and equal uh, Wang's record? Can he go one further and actually win it or or make it his own? But at the same time, uh, there are also players in Butchan, uh, William Gong Min and Gong Min Hyun, Gong Min Hyun, who have scored uh, in consecutive games, right. and technically uh, Marcao has scored in two consecutive games if you consider the fact that he was not available for the one in the middle. Yeah, I think he should have had to retake his penalty on Saturday because he stopped in his run-up. But okay. So he's been disqualified already. Um, but the interesting question we want to pose is, should the game that he was suspended for, uh, should that be counted as, well, it's not consecutive, even though he wasn't playing, or should it only be games in which they appear that should be counted? 
tell you what, if we have a tie break, then we we won't count that. Okay. But that was open also to listeners of the podcast. All right. I mean, okay, my opinion is that if there's a tie break, then we won't count that. Yeah. So if anyone does have an opinion on it, uh, I know that Alison, me and you have discussed this before in terms of who holds the goalkeeping uh, clean sheet record in the UK. Uh, yeah, we have discussed this between Chris Yeah, yeah, So yeah, so if anyone has an opinion, uh, please feel free to either tweet us, email us, or you can visit our Facebook page and, and drop us a line and let us know if you feel that uh, consecutive matches should include games where you were either injured or suspended. It's so hard to do though, so I'd be surprised if I'd be surprised if anyone manages it. I don't think it's going to be, yeah, I mean it may not be an issue anyway, but I think it's something that is kind of interesting to kind of bring up and discuss. In a week where there's not much to talk about. Yes. To create a talking point. <laughs> yes. We could talk about VAR for ages in the John M uh, in the John M John M game, but we've we done won't. that to death. Yeah, exactly. It was and it was it off in the K2 in, well. the, in the Buchan Guangzhou game yes there was a couple of those and, and in the in, Songnam game as well yeah but it wasn't really relevant <laughs> was it in the Songnam game I don't think we'll have time for that anyway yeah, yeah. I think actually we're probably going to have to skip over K2 to get straight to the internationals uh, okay uh, there were a couple of games on Sunday as well Ulsan dear oh dear Ulsan hosted Jeju and well it was nil-nil going into six minutes of added on time and Jeju Snatched the winner at the got death. the winner, yeah. I felt sorry for the uh, Ulsan goalkeeper. He made a fantastic save from a free kick just a moment before that. But was it Kim Yong-dae or was it the other one? It was the other one, I think. Yeah, so you don't really care then. yong dae mm. But uh, Jeju picking up their first win of the year. Ulsan remain pointless. In more ways than one. The only team in the K-League? The only team in the K-League now, yes. Even Seoul have got a point. I mean, I think that's an interesting thing to... I mean, last year, Ulsan looked a reasonably good team. You know, they, they kept a hold of Orsic and um, also Big uh, Richard. Richard, Richard Winblicker. Winblicker. Yeah. They had two um, guys sent off, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Talking of Winblicker, Win right. he was one of them. Two sent off at the same time, was it? I don't know if it was protests or... It's uh, well, I don't know if it was fighting each other. I only watched the goal. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. yeah. So Cheju beat the nine men of Ulsan. Yeah. And. But get, get back to your point, Mark. Thanks, Paul. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like it was going to be very interesting. No, really, I was just going to kind of basically say, you know, how just how poorly and how much are Ulsan underperforming this year? I mean, pretty poor in the ACL. Uh, you know, after that three each um, Melbourne start uh, or Melbourne opener, and now yeah, I mean, pointless in the league. Uh, uh, already looking like their season is is disintegrating quicker uh, than souls, basically. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that. So um, I mean, you've got to imagine that Ulsan, having kept those two players, were thinking you know, having aspirations of at very least ACL, if not challenging for the title. And instead, you know, three games in, zero points, it's kind of almost time to just shut up shop and Well and just accept relegation now. Or... But I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was one other game on Sunday in the K one, that was Suwon hosting Pohang. Uh, it ended one each and it was uh, Pohang actually taking the lead. 
uh, almost a carbon copy of John Am's winner at the Big Birds on the opening day of the season. Uh, a corner from the same side, free header, straight in. Um, Connor Chapman was a bit of a naughty boy. He was, he saw indeed, that. I saw that. He got away with it, he didn't get a red card, but he he might have done, a, a, another referee. Well, um, what did he do? He tried to play the ball. Hmm. He did one try, of to play the ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which ones he was aiming for, but he definitely tried to play them anyway. Uh, yeah, he, he went in with a pretty nasty, high. It, it wasn't. It wasn't malicious. It was just. It was just completely mistimed. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was right in front of the referee, so he couldn't exactly say the referee if he did had a better look at it to send him off. Uh, he got a yellow card for it, but uh, Kim and Son, I think, had to had to come off as a result of that uh, of that challenge. I mean, I, I get the feeling the reason why he probably didn't get a red card is he actually looks. Like an you know like an extra from some kind of like high school movie like a Harry Potter movie or something like that. He does have this kind of like kind of schoolboy middle shed kind of perfect hair going on. And got, maybe, he has got great hair. Okay, but I didn't know if it was grey. I just know it's been great hair. Great, great hair. Not okay. Great hair. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe when people look at him, they're like, oh, he did. not much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have. You know, he he couldn't have meant it. Type of thing, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Sion equalised in the closing stages was Nino. It was uh, an interesting one. The, the ball sort of floated up into into the middle. Nino, well, he didn't win it in the air, but he didn't lose it in the air either. And uh, I think the, the the Pohang defenders were sort of pointing at each other, saying, "How can Wagwanino actually? How can we not have headed it away?" And the ball just broke loose, and he just just put it in. Uh, so Wagwanino has he scored more than Dayan now? Uh, in the league in the league yeah yes okay so just a quick question obviously we're going to the international break no K-League K-1 games this weekend would I call Wagonino up to the Brazilian team probably not just yet and I was going to say it's like a, we should have a, a parents meeting for just before half term who's doing well who's doing badly in the league well, here's the league table. There you go. I think we just discussed it. Old Sam were pretty much underperforming, just a little bit better than so. So that would be my two for that, I would say. But the overachievers, Gyeongnam Kangwon. Yeah, definitely. Gyeongnam especially. I think so, only James Edrupt would have actually tipped him to be anywhere near the top. Well, this is how they won the K2 last year by, yeah. by absolutely Stop romping the start. Yeah. Okay, anything else on the K1 before we bid it goodbye for... An entire week. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I have nothing else to add. I don't think. Seoul's next game is must, must, must win. Surely, right against who? Incheon, who, while they do seem to be in better form this year, is still Incheon at home. It's got to be like the one of the biggest gimmies you could get. It seems to be right. I mean, I I think I've personally been at three five one or three five no games. I think right. Well, these three games where, where there's been, I think so have knocked at least four goals and. So yeah, good to imagine that it's a couple of weeks away. Well, mm. I mean, yeah, but good to imagine even with the form that Inter are in, they're not going to, you know, be coming to saying I'm confident. I would have thought. Mm. Got to be beating teams like Inter, right? Teams, teams like, like Inter. Actually, the, the next round is going to be interesting because somebody's got to give at the top finally as well because they they play each other. Yeah. So. But we'll talk about that next week. Next week, yeah. Or the I week d- after. Or even the week after. Yes. What do they do this? I mean. Well, I guess we'll get onto the national team in a minute, but you mean when we talk about the fact that they're stopping for the World Cup and the Asian and the Asian games, games as well? Yeah. Okay, so moving on, uh, nothing happened in the K2, so onto the uh, FA Cup. Get to any games? 
Uh, no, but I was keenly following <laughs> the hospital team. You were? Yep, the G- Jesus Hospital. And how'd they get on? They got absolutely hammered, something like 8-2. <laughs> okay. 6-2, maybe. 8-2, 6-2. Okay. So their dream is over. Mark will also be delighted to know that Youngnam University crashed out. Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you've got the chances. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's actually a couple of... There's a couple of. It's now got to the stage where you can actually start going to games. There are games, I think, next Wednesday in the next round. The K2 teams will come into, come into play. Yeah. And there are a, a few very, very... Well, of course, it all depends where, where you actually are. But there are a few very, very makeable games. Um, Korea, Songnam versus Taejon. There's makeable and there's watchable. There's you know two, well, two, two, two different I think, things. I think if we actually have to analyse goals for this season, um, I know where I'd rather be standing. I was also thinking Korea University obviously home to Elan, but what happens in those situations? It gets reversed. So Elan will will host Korea University next Wednesday in the Olympic Stadium and lose. at eight o'clock and very possibly lose. It wouldn't be the first time yeah. Elan had gone out to uh, to. Uh, a university team. Obviously, Songnam will play Deja on eight o'clock as well. Some actually makeable kickoffs. Yeah. Please don't go to extra time that one. And uh, any of the others? Uh, Anyang host Changwon City. That's a seven p.m. kickoff as well. Uh, if you are free in the afternoons, Asan Mugunwa against Yoju Sejong at three p.m. It's a new club that. It Yo- is. Yoju yeah. Why is it called Yoju Sejong? I mean, is it in Yoju or is it in Sejong? It's in Yoju. And it's named after King Sejong. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so FA Cup, get along to those uh, third round ties. There are a couple on next Saturday as uh, well. Um, trying to think of who they are. Uh, no K2 teams involved in those. And a week later, Busan Eye Park against Buchon uh, is uh, a week later. Also, we need to get down to Puchon's new stadium at some point, don't we? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Puchon are quite happy to just continue playing all their games at home for the away from home for the foreseeable future. As it seems to be working out well quite well. Yeah. Okay, with that in mind, we should turn to the K2. Oh, really? What happened? I don't know. Did you go to a game? Uh, well. In the context of I was in a stadium, yes. I'm not really sure how much of a game I actually became in that second half. But this yes, is your big grudge derby, right? Your, uh, uh, the flag wars. But since, I think as I said in my, old firm, in my blog today, since uh, E. J. Myung uh, has decided to become more of an SBS <laughs> movie star, uh, it's, gonna be, it's become less of a derby, I guess, yeah. Um, so yeah, I went down to Suwon, one, met, met uh, podcast listener, Chief in Korea, Joe Quinn. Uh, Mayhem went to the game, he went in one end, I went in the other end. It was quite strange because we were kind of like Celtic fans and it was quite kind of strange to, to be opposite ends of the game, the, the, the stadium, sorry, the ground. Um, first half was a decent half. Nope, it wasn't. Uh, so basically, I don't know if you remember, exactly a calendar year ago, uh, Songnam played Suwon uh, in Tanchon. In one of the games that Park uh, Kyung Hoon has said, oh, you know, we need to try and get a draw in because we have a half a squad, blah, 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 right? And but within two minutes, uh, Kim Dong Joon kicked the ball straight out to a Suwon player. He ran straight forward, scored the goal, and that was it. There was no other goals that day. Two minutes into the game on Saturday, he did the exact same thing. Sklaft his kick out right to uh, Matthias, the M of the MBA which we'll talk about in a second. Married but available. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthias gleefully ran 
Bordet on goal and knocked it past uh, Kim Dong-Joon pretty easily. 1-0. Uh, he did redeem himself a few minutes later when he touched um, a pretty rasping shot from Bruno, I want to say, uh, onto, the, onto the, the bar. Is he the B? He is the B of NBA, with, a, with the A, B and Alex. Um, then 11 minutes, I think it was 11 minutes on the clock, something like that. Uh, kind of harmless ball into the box. Either nods it down. And Park Jun Tae, Park Tae Jun, uh, Park Tae Jun volleys it, brilliant volley right into the back of the net. Uh, one each, game on. First half was kind of, was a good first half actually, but it was kind of a bit even. Uh, Alex should probably have buried the chance just on half time when the ball fell in the box and he kind of like side footed it to the goalkeeper when he had a, yeah, could have put it anywhere. So it went in one each at half time, and to be honest, only one team came out second half, and that was Songnam, who just came out and utterly bullied, dominated, uh, controlled, whatever word that you want to use. Uh, just the whole game, that everything went through the middle. There was brilliant that he there was excellent. His first touch is amazing. Um, it was quite soon. I think we had a VAR controversy or a VAR decision about sixty minutes in. Uh, when there was a, a pretty soft handball uh, in the Suwon box, it was called back after the play raised on, and then someone must have alerted the referee. He called it back, went to VAR, over like decided he was right in the first place. Um, then there was a, a ball cross into the box, and Adrian Lair headed it about a, an inch off the ground. Um, and I thought it was one of those days. I think I actually texted Joe and said, "I really hate that guy. He always performs well against us." <laughs> then a minute later, as the text was still sending, um, we broke it in the box, cut it back to Idair, and he, and he smashed it past the keeper for 2-0. Uh, then it was just all one-way traffic after that. Uh, the third goal was scored by Joe Janou. Uh, can't really remember that one, to be honest, but it was a goal from, a, the, again, it was Idair got the ball, played it in the back post, I think, and he knocked it in from, mm-hmm. from the kind of far side. And then the final goal, 4-1, uh, the icing on the cake penalty. Not the most stonewall penalty I've ever seen given. Probably quite soft, but I think, to be honest, the result was already you know, cleared up at that point. Uh, and then Idair stood up, smacked it in the back of the net for the penalty spot. His second penalty of the season, his second goal of the day, um, and 4-1. And I can't remember the last time I saw Songnam score four goals. Do you know when the last time Sunderland scored four goals was? I'm assuming you're about to tell me, but I don't actually remember if I saw it. Uh, you didn't see it, but it actually wasn't that long ago. It was last August. Okay. And they won by the same scoreline at Dejan. I watched it on TV. Yeah. 4-1, that's correct. And a game that Dejan should probably have actually got a draw in. I remember mm-hmm. watching it on TV now that you mention it. Um, so yeah, so Sunderland, three games unbeaten. Uh, two draws and a win. We're sitting in fourth. In a playoff spot right now. Um, what can I say? A like, completely different Songnam team from the one that was uh, too, uh, toothless, pathetic, <laughs> shocking, horrendous, disastrous. Okay, so, say, save those words because I'm, I'm sure you're oh, going sure to need them again before the end of the um, season. But the, the, the one thing I will say is that um, for Suwon, like, Kim Dong Chan didn't make the game because he was injured after pick up a knock against Eland in the first game. 
And you get the feeling that had he played, it might have, it might have been a yeah. different scoring, a scoreline. Had Alex taken the chance in half time, who knows how those teams would have come out in the second half. But yeah, for a Songnam fan, it was an absolutely fantastic weekend. Congratulations. Yeah, it won't last. Well, uh, it'll last past this weekend, but it won't last them two weeks. Next up is home to Ansan. Ansan, yep. Sunday. Sunday, yep. Okay, let's uh, go. Well, we'll we'll continue in the the, the games that took place on uh, Saturday. And uh, in addition to uh, Suwon getting uh, hammered by Song Nam, uh, Guangzhou were home to a high flying Buchon. And uh, Buchon under the cosh a bit for most of that game, but two goals in a minute. Uh, in the second half, William Pop with a penalty. There was a bit of VAR going on, on in that one as well. Yeah. It was um, trying to remember. It was a handball on the edge of the box. Was it in the box? Was it out of the box? VAR didn't seem too helpful in in sorting that out. The referee gave a penalty, so I assume referee's decision stood. Basic, basically, a Pop again. He stopped during his run up, run up, and and put it in. That's really annoying me this this, this, this week. What is amazing is that we discussed this actually on a podcast about a year ago or, or, or so, um, where I was convinced that FIFA had outlawed the stopping during your run-up, and that it was supposed I think to it's be like a, a complete stop. These guys aren't making a complete yeah, they're, stop. They're, they're, they're just jogging to a varying their pace. Yeah, yeah varying yeah. their pace. As, uh, as we saw with Sonung Min the other day, the other week, right, where he right. didn't stop. He just kind of. Jigged, checked, yeah, mm. sashayed, and it was disallowed. But yeah, yeah, stronger referees in EPL, then, eh? I think it was in the Champions League, whatever. I don't really watch anything that involves on young men. Did you see Buchan? <laughs> so you don't watch the, Cel- the Champions League as a Celtic fan, do you? Well, maybe just a couple. <laughs> Not of anymore. Says <laughs> more than you. Says the episode. Yeah, indeed. Did you see Buchan's second goal? I didn't. I didn't see the the game. At Absolutely wonderful. It was only a minute after after the first goal. Uh, I say a minute after the first goal. They spent five minutes going through the you know, rigmarole of celebrating it. Uh, but this one, really, really good pop. Uh, again, with a long ball out of his own half to Jin Chang Su. Perfect ball across to Gong Min Hian. Or was it perfect? Because it seemed to be just behind him. And he did. There's no point really in me demonstrating this, is there? But he got it with the inside of his heel and uh, just slotted it past the goalkeeper. Really, really incisive. Uh, attack uh, Gong Min Hyun uh, looking every inch a star this season where is this guy I mean where's he coming well, from well he's at Asen in the past uh, yeah. couple of years he came back at the end of last season he did play a couple of games at the end of the season he scored in the final game uh, the, against Eland. Eland yeah so that means he's now on four four games consecutive yes because they didn't make the playoffs so if we're taking that into account then he goes into the lead in, so he's in, in the lead in consecutive games mm-hmm. okay. we might want to check that see if anyone else is we, we should check what Pop was doing at the end of last season as well Yeah, uh, he, was he, was on, he was on the bench in Japan yeah he was playing a different league yeah okay so he's three so in the Korean games we work out well so do we have to go back <laughs> the previous season when... no, no no I think <laughs> I think no I think not he but, didn't do much the previous season did he no not, well no he's got a fair few he, he did nothing in Japan, but he scored a fair few for, for, for Busan. Uh, so, uh, Buchan, the only team to have a, uh, a 100% record, and they're, they're pulling clear as well. They're, they're, they're three points clear already. They've got another seven games at home, oh, sorry, away from home, before in theory they move back to uh, the football specific the football stadium. stadium. Um, I say, have some delays. I mean, I think you've got to ask yourself, you know, I mean, obviously they, they delayed it because they're building 
you know, a football specific stadium mm. where you imagine, you know, that they're going to have the stands right on top of the pitch yeah. with the fans really close to the pitch. And you just think to yourself, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> with uh, Hermes? <laughs> Maybe they're just going to play every game behind closed doors. Yeah, I think so, right? Uh, okay, so uh, Busan, uh, Busan, Buchan, top of the league, uh, nine points. Uh, they've got a plus five goal difference as well. Absolutely, uh, absolutely flying. Uh, also, uh, Ansan beats Anyang. I don't know if anyone saw that game. Nope. Cracking s- first goal. So bits of it, but not too much of it. And shout out to those Ansan fans making the video before the game as well. Yep. We're seeing a lot more of this media, social media, yep. being optimised, and we're getting coverage of games that we'd never expect. Perhaps not so much of a shout out to the John Am fans who made the video after. I did they really? their game. But anyway. Okay. And San Anyang, the Line 4 derby, as they, they it's call it. It's, Line 4 derby, it's yeah. a long walk from Bombay Station to Anyang's. Yeah. yeah. It's an even longer walk back. But well, we've been there. We've done it. Yeah. Especially when you walk back, you, you tend to go three steps left, four steps right. And straight into a Calbee restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, absolute bullet from Hong Dong, Hong Dong Hyun, the first goal. Uh, I think there was a, a penalty. Ansan getting the winner of a, a bit of a soft penalty. Coney, it was, who yeah. dispatched the winner. Looking good. Looking good. Ansan. Well, they... Yes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, on to uh, that. On to Sunday. And there was just one goal down at the Gadok. Busan beating Asan. Maybe a little bit of a surprise there. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, but this is the thing about, I mean, I think Busan last year, you know, when I really, I mean, obviously did really well in the league and so on, and I think people thought they would kick on, hopefully kick on mm-hmm. this year as well. They started slow with the one each draw um, against us, uh, but yeah, they're a good team and they're, they're going to be there or thereabouts when it comes to the end of the season. Uh, surprising probably to see the police losing, because they, they had looked kind of, mm-hmm. I think they, they beat Suwon. Like last week, they, uh, we, we talked in the last podcast, you know, about Kumuyao being far too good to be in the police and blah blah blah. Right. But yeah, they are obviously displaying that when a team is on form, or when a team is playing well, or whatever, that they are beatable. So giving hope to the rest of the teams. Yeah. Although now it does look like Bruchard as a team to catch. It was uh, yeah, it was an interesting. It wasn't an interesting game at all. Kim Jin Gyu was the one with the only goal, not the one who used to date Hong Jin Young, but the new younger one. Uh, defensive mix-up. Didn't watch any of the rest except it looked like a proper old Sabutio match because it was a terrible pitch. One team all in blue, one team all in red. It looked really nice. And people kept flicking them over. Well, well, funny you mention that. We'll move on to Dejon and Eland. (laughs) A lot of that happened. Uh, Dejon and Eland, the the intro was in honour, of course, of this uh, game. And uh, Dejon, well, I think last week they played against nine men. Yeah. And lost. This week they... Played against nine men. And won. And won. Yeah. I, I, have you seen the referee in that game? Have you seen his hairstyle? It's amazing. I haven't seen it though. It's like to shaved. Know. To... Shaved on the... A little bit like Paul's, but, you know, shaved and obviously lots more on top. <laughs> I forgot to say that. I, I love like Paul's. That's not called... A lot less there and a lot more. You may call that shaved. I call that balding. <laughs> right. He looks very special. <laughs> Shaved to a sort of number two or three on the side and permed on top. It looked very, very oh, special. Um, 
he was the key man as well. He sent off uh, a couple of uh, a couple of players, and he gave uh, Dejan a penalty. Fifteen minutes to go. Pedro sending glory the wrong way, and Dejan into raptures. Yeah, interestingly, if there's a team that's going to go to Dejan and lose, it probably is Eland. Uh, there is, is there inconsistency since a certain Scotsman departed that has well I say and while he was still there actually I guess but it's an inconsistency the inconsistency that's killing them mm. they're, they're a decent enough team but they just can't string enough results together well they've got what, one point this season yep. so far so a long hard season ahead possibly for Eland so which Sol team will get more points this year um, I'm going to guess FC, FC simply because they've got more games but I wouldn't put too much money on it <laughs> I'm going to assume FC because uh, I think this is a, a bad spell they're going through whereas I think if you have a look at Eland this has been the Eland of the last three seasons mm. so I'm going to say FC Sol so FC Sol don't look that bad they have got a reasonable team they just can't score goals. They just need a striker. They need a striker, yeah. I, d- I did think that uh, Anderson, Anderson is it? Yeah. You got, I did think he, he kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, of um, what's her name, Delia, when she came out drunk at the uh, Norwich game <laughs> saying, this be Avenue. That's kind of how he played for most of the game, <laughs> to be honest. Anderson, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry. Don't, don't Google Delia against Manchester City. Uh, okay, so uh, K two. It was it was an it was an entertaining it was an entertaining week actually in both uh, in both uh, both leagues. Goals, goals flying in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, any more we want to say on the K two? Uh, they're playing against this weekend. They're playing against this weekend. Do you want to do those now? Yep. Let's get yep. through them. Yep. Okay. So first off, Saturday, Suwon against Buchon. Away win. Okay. Eland against Guangzhou. Nothing extra. Asan Anyang. Home win. Home win. Mm. Songnam Ansan on Sunday. Away win. Home win. <laughs> I could have just moved on. Uh, Dejan and Busan. Away win. Away win. Okay. Moving on, we've already talked about the FA Cup. Do we, like, do we care about the national team? These friendlies? Not really, but we have to touch on them, I guess. They're, so you they're just play, did. They're playing a home nation. That doesn't happen too often. Northern Ireland. Yep. At Windsor Park. Uh, I assume so. Yeah. So that's Friday night, eleven. Uh, no, Saturday night, eleven p.m. Uh, they're then playing Poland. I think it's Wednesday morning, three forty-five a.m. So in Poland. In Poland. Okay. So I, don't, I don't suppose too many people watch that, but the uh, Northern Ireland games up to be watched. Son Young Min met some of his international. Uh, his fellow internationalists at the airport I believe he was in Dublin airport meeting them as they were coming in as far as I'm aware um, I don't know what airport it was I, I just read Dublin somewhere I thought this was going to be one of those Pyongyang Pyeongchang things where <laughs> I think so I think he was standing in Dublin and everyone else was in Belfast <laughs> uh, but yeah but he apparently met them uh, was kind of uh, yeah I mean I, I don't really I, I, I don't really have a big interest in friendlies anyway right to be honest, uh, but yeah, as Paul said, they are playing one of the home nations. Uh, if it was Scotland, I'm sure I would be very excited to watch it. Uh, but it's Northern Ireland against Korea. Uh, yeah, I'm not overly 
in, in the same batch of fixtures, Wales are out in China playing a friendly. So, don't care about Wales either. The, the, not particularly. The big, the big one is Macau against uh, Madagascar. Kevin Brewer, Ipswich player, is in the Madagascar squad. And then a few days later, they go to Ulaanbaatar and they play Mongolia, which is going to be the first international ever hosted in Mongolia. That is actually more interesting than Korea playing mm. Northern Ireland. I don't believe that. But anyway, Northern Ireland, Korea. Don't try and tell me Mongolia have never hosted a home prediction. Game prediction: Northern Ireland, Korea. Uh, home and away win, draw. Draw. Alter. I'm Northern Ireland to win two-one. Son to score for Korea. I would agree with half of that. Son will not score for Korea. Okay. Uh, Poland, Paul. Uh, that they'll lose that. Uh, they'll yeah, they'll like lose the, that. Like the Russia game all over again. Yeah, they'll lose that. I think they'll lose to Poland. Yeah. Is there any need for the K League to be cancelled? Are there any K League players actually going to play, except John Book players? Five of them. <laughs> Some <laughs> I think so. Well, the whole back line is John Book. Anyone from anybody else? Uh, I, I, I didn't actually look at it. All, all I saw was is a whole ton of John Book players. So uh, I, I was actually wrong. Uh, Kevin Brew plays for Mauritius, not Madagascar. Uh, got. Well, right. Keep talking about that. Well, to my question. Uh, you actually want me to answer the question uh, here, here and there? Um, okay. Well, he moves on to uh, keep, keep, uh, keep talking. So, so it's Macau versus Mauritius. Macau versus Mauritius, and then it's Mongolia against Mauritius. Yeah, brewing malicious, ma- ma- malicious, Mauritius squad for friendlies against Macau. Yes, indeed. The Mauritians who Brewers recently captain play against Macau in Taipa. That's where the race course is in Macau, actually, on Thursday. And then face Mongolia. Everything's actually in Taipa in Macau. And then face Mongolia in Ulaanbaatar, the first international friendly to be staged by the hosts on Tuesday, 27th of March. I still don't believe you. That's pretty amazing. That's like, you know, that is not often that we get to announce... Uh, a, a historical moment which on, has on the absolutely podcast. nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with the, the podcast for the podcast <laughs> okay but yeah uh, as I said not a big fan of friendlies but I guess the World Cup is coming up so it'll be good to see uh, maybe give some of the players a run out uh, before Shen drops them and doesn't take them to Russia so just just before we move on from internationals my, my question for you is is there any reason why Yang Hanbin isn't being considered for the national team, given his stellar form for Seoul and his superior shot-stopping skills? Um, well, if you're picking the form, then you probably... I've, I've no idea which goalies he's actually taken to, <laughs> to Europe. But. Or, or, or how well they're performing in the J-League either. <laughs> <laughs> but we assume it's the three of them. <coughs> okay. Uh, okay, moving on. Do watch those games if you really want to punish yourself. Uh, moving on. A strip was released this week. <laughs> it was. The World Cup. I like the away. I like the away. I like the away one. Well. The one. I like the away yeah. one until they stupidly the 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 photograph that they, they released was a guy holding a ball in front of half of it. <laughs> so you can't even see half. The, you can't who, see the who column. Who did they actually use to? Was it a couple of models? Yeah, it's a couple of strange-looking models as well. And but did you see the uh, the photo for like the training kit and some woman sitting there with some tracksuit pants? Uh, that was wide open. Popper pants, I believe, are called. Yeah, that's, that was just weird. If you want to know more about popper pants, just please follow Matt Benz on Twitter. You seem to know all about them. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. I'm, I'm, we're we're losing the plot, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, okay, the, we want to talk briefly about the Prediction League, but before we do that, shall we talk about uh, some goings-on at Dejon? Yes. There were um, protests at the Dejon game this week. Uh, people have got their handmade banners out. Uh, obviously, we talked a couple of weeks ago about how big Dejon's squad is. They've like 55 or something. Since added more players, oh, they've yeah. up to 57. Um, obviously, Tejon is funded by taxpayers' money. Okay. So that's what they were complaining about. Personally, I wouldn't be complaining about. I'd be complaining the fact that if you cut twenty-five people off that team, you could get thirty players of better quality using the same money, right? <laughs> you probably can lower the quality. But if, if your if your budget is fixed, surely you're better off having twenty-five. Oh, paying paying twenty-five twenty-five better players double the money than fifty-seven. Worst players, half the money. It's a ridiculous squad. It's an absolutely ridiculous squad. And as I was saying to you, Paul, we are there anyway here. Um, the with that size of squad, with 56 players in their squad, they made a further addition, which is an Uzbekistani internationalist. So quite how or where they're getting this money from, I have no idea. But it's pretty ridiculous, right? I never heard of the vast majority of these players in their squad. Yeah, it's crazy. Also this week, the uh, Panini World Cup sticker album has been released for the Russian World Cup. So it'll be interesting to see who they've got in their Korean squad. Yeah, they will. Yeah, let's buy one and they start doing swaps on the podcast live. So I, I've never seen anything like that in uh, Korea. Do you think we're at a, a time where we could get sticker albums here? Go to Kyobo and have a look. Or uh, other, bo- other bookstores are, are available as well. And you can probably buy them and see you. Yeah, I wouldn't. I probably if you go to GS, Paul. If you bought the if you bought the stickers in GS, would they all have like Yang 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 Ben in them and like Park Chu Young? <laughs> well, I was just going to buy. I the, think Park Chu Young should be in the squad anyway. I was going to buy the album, and then you know you get the the player cards at FC Seoul anyway. Just stick them in. Like <laughs> right there's eleven FC Seoul players. Amazingly, Anderson is now naturalised after only one week. I remember the uh, the, be- the best ones. I, I didn't have Panini World Cup ones. I used to have the Panini, obviously the the regular season yeah. back in the late eighties. The World Cup in nineteen ninety. I had the SO coins one. Well, I had the eighty six Panini World Cup one, so I'm sure there must be a sticker of Chabongun in that, right? Possibly. I don't think I ever had any World Cup ones. I think I just went for but the normal league ones. I'll tell you about the eighty six one. What I do remember is that, um, so you know, the average sticker is what, uh, what maybe. Four centimetres high by yeah. three centimetres wide, something like that. Unless they were Scottish players, in which case they were half the size. I, I, always, I always remember that. <laughs> uh, was that true for Scotland? Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure for '86 World Cup, the Korean, the Korean side and the the UAE, they were like two, two players on one one sticker. Oh, I'm talking about the actual the the, the Premier League ones. It was they would have like all the English leagues. Yeah. Full size players, and then the Scottish League would be half size. You're right. They would have two. They had two on one sticker in the. It's on the same page as the UAE. How did you know that? That's my memory from what 22 years ago. This is scary. Let's, uh, let's let's get let's let's okay. So is Char there? Can you uh, blow that up a bit? Um, Huang San Hong's there. Okay. Would you like? <laughs> while, while you're looking up what the squad is, me and Mark will go through our winners and losers of the week. Do winner of the week, Mark. Uh, winner of the week, uh, tough for me to pick anyone other than Songnam. 4-1 to 
Victor's over a Suwan to go to me there. Yeah. Suwan. Yeah, Suwan Songnam. I my winners of the week. <laughs> Freudian. <laughs> yeah, Songnam are my winners of the week. Paul, yours? I'm going to say Adriano. Oh, okay, yeah. I think he's received a lot of criticism over his time here for perhaps not having the, the best character. But he did show a modicum of class in his attitude when he scored against Seoul and then coming over to the fans. Okay. Which he might not have predicted based on his previous behaviour where he's been a bit tantrumy and spoilt. Okay. So. Okay, losers? Um, loser of the week. Uh, <laughs> pass. <laughs> the ten players that weren't Yang Hanbin. That's a bit harsh, actually. There's, there were there were three or four of them that were really, really terrible. Uh, Pat on the most obvious example. Uh, but, yeah. Oh. Okay, mine... My losers of the week would be all the people in Suwon who decided to go to KT Wiz practice match against Lotte Giants. Kunsuk, I'm probably looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that. Uh, well, any, any, any other business? Prediction League. Prediction League, yeah. And the Korean squad from 1986. Uh, yeah, they're all sort of huge. Well, I can tell you the squad. I can't tell you who was in the Panini album, though. I thought you had the page, the Panini it was page. A, it turned out it was a YouTube thing, so it was like. That was a fake one. It was a video. Of a real album, or was like it was a... Video, it was a video of someone turning over his sticker album page by page. Yeah, so can you not pause it on the Korean so page? I can pause it, but I can't enlarge it. Right, right give it to me, and I'll have a look with my superior eyes. It's, right, OK. Uh, it, it was... If not, I'll get my mum to dig out the real one and uh, bring it to Korea. She could bring it to Korea next week, theoretically. So I could just enlarge it, couldn't I? And then start talking about what, what what is happening in the prediction league. So basically, uh, a, a lot a lot has happened this week. This week was like a pretty a, a pretty big week. We had a change at the top uh, as Modern Soul uh, lost his his spot at the t- or fell off the perch. Uh, Ferdinand uh, managed to to knock him off top spot with an incredible got, four out of six correct scores or something. He got three. Full points for his predictions of Gang One versus Sanju, John Boot versus Seoul, and Blue Wings versus Pohang. He amassed a total of 14 points. Wow. A pretty incredible score. I usually say at this <clears> point, <throat> I really hope that he told his bookie that, but with Ferdinand, I think we can be absolutely assured he, he did told his bookie that, his bookie yes, that yes, as well. Definitely. Um, there were also strong weeks uh, by someone called Daegu Ao, uh, who climbed four places in the table. Uh, as did the man we mentioned last week, Reverend J. Christ. He also climbed four places, four places even, not floor, uh, in the table as well. How did um, he do in his own league? Uh, I have no idea. That, I believe that is now locked into a site you have to access to see. Oh, OK. Um, it should also be noted that uh, third spot where Diego L, Paul, you'd yep. be happy to know you're now in third, and you're tied with Diego Freak. I don't get the Diego thing, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, and Kunsan Hai Kakao Friends Home Plus Purplus FC uh, who will be mentioned for the last time ever in any form of media. can we add like uh, popping trousers to hat poppers hand poppers yeah. popper pants yeah um, in terms of those who didn't do quite so well uh, we have King Kenny who uh, this week chose not to predict any 5-0 victories he just chose not to predict 
he's, he's in he's in Germany right now, isn't he? He's, he's in Frankfurt, yes. Did he get more points by doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got more points. Yeah. Also, uh, quick shout out to Yi Sang Hu. Uh, pretty much, yeah, Hu. Uh, I believe you're still on <clears throat> a few points. A few um, points. Not a great round for someone called Gyungma Man, who slipped to 11th, and of course, we won't also talk about the key leap of faith, myself, who also crashed down the table again, which is quite interesting that I was able to crash further down the table <laughs> than from where I actually started, yeah? Quick shout out to uh, the Banky Moon of the Prediction League, the Kofi Annan, so to speak, who is Alex43, who didn't bother... After winning round two, didn't bother voting. Give someone uh, else a chance. Give someone else a chance, yeah. So yeah, the most predicted result was Gang One versus Sangju, with six players predicting that Gang One would win. Uh, I was not one of them. <laughs> um, and also, everyone apart from two players, only two players in the whole league, uh, didn't think that John Book would be FC. So one of them is sitting here. And surprisingly, it's not Paul. Uh, that, you see, I was hoping to... And you know, I was almost right. Had the result been superimposed. Superimposed, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, we need to wrap this up very quickly. Um, Paul, do you have a squad from the... What, what, all of them. Uh, well, there's, there's we can see. some familiar faces there. As you said, Huang Sun Hong. Uh, Huang Bo Guan. Okay. Uh, uh, Park, Kyung, Park Kyung Hoon. Oh, we know him. Uh, did he have grey hair back then as well? No, he did not. And then, you sure you recognise that face? Patrick Young. <laughs> that is Park Young who you're looking, who you're pointing at. Park Young on the right, the guy on the left. Oh, that's... Uh... It is. Oh! Yeah, that's um, our good friend down at John Book. Yep. Che Kang Hee. Che Kang Hee. Che Kang Hee, wow. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to the end of this week's show. We'll be back next week talking about K2 little bit on the internationals and of course previewing the return well not quite previewing the return of the k1 we've got an outro paul what is it it is uh by omd pandora's box uh the lyrics in that go something like it's a long long way from where you want to be and it's a long long road but you're too blind to see any any guesses what that relates to or who that relates to um no enlighten us uh, obviously, uh, Seoul have had a really poor start. Um, everyone wishes Huang would step down, but he he thinks he can do it. Uh, he's got two weeks to turn it around, but I think two weeks won't be enough to do anything, and they'll come back to that game with Incheon as bad as they have been so far. And on that note, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>